Hey everybody, thank you for joining. Good morning, I can see people on Instagram, but I can't see people. I can't follow what's going on on Facebook or, um, <coughs> pardon me, Facebook or YouTube. Here we go. I lost connection with this camera here. There we go. Give me a second. Start streaming. I don't know if that's right. There we go. Wonderbar. Oh, I think I'm already streaming on Facebook in there. We should be good to go. <coughs> Here we go. No sound. Why do you not have sound? Instagram. Okay. Well, here we are today. Okay, perfect. Oh, full 180. Here we go. We're actually going to finish up. We're going to finish up uh, Genesis today and head into Exodus 1. But let's pray. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. And I ask right now, Lord, that your word would, would go deep today, Lord, that we would see your provision, that we would see your glory, Lord, that we would understand your ways. Lord, I ask that it would be life and that it would be breath and food to our spirit and our soul, Lord. We thank you and we give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Here we are. We're in Exodus 43. Exodus 43. Here we go. <coughs> Now the famine was very severe in the land of Canaan, and it happened that when the families of Jacob's sons had finished eating all of the grain which had they, they had uh, brought from Egypt, their father said to them, Go again, buy us a little food. But Judah said to him, The man representing Pharaoh solemnly and sternly warned us, saying, we will not, You will not see my face again unless your brother is with you. If you will send your brother with us, our brother with us, we will go down to Egypt and buy food but if you will not send him we will not go we will not go down there for the man said to us you will not see my face unless your brother is with you and israel jacob said why do you treat me so badly by telling the man that you had another brother and they said the man asked us straightforward questions about ourselves and our relatives he said is your father still alive have you another brother and we answered him accordingly how could we possibly know that he would say, bring your brother down here to Egypt? Judah said to Israel, his father, send the young man with me and we will get up and go buy food so that we may live and not die of starvation. We, as well as you and your and our little ones, <clears throat> pardon me, I will be security, a guarantee for him. You may hold me personally responsible for him. If I do not bring him back to you and place him safely before you, then let me bear the blame before you forever. For, <clears throat> for if we had not delayed like this, surely by now we would have returned the second time. Then their father said, Israel said to them, if, I, if it must be so, then do this. 
Take some of the choicest products of the land in your sacks and carry it as a present of tribute to the man representing Pharaoh. A little balm and a little honey, aromatic spices, gum, resin, pistachio nuts, and almonds. Take double the amount of money with you and take back the money that was returned in the opening of your sacks. Perhaps it was an oversight. Take your brother Benjamin also and get up and go to the man and may God Almighty grant you compassion and favor before the man so that he will release to you your other brother, Simeon and Benjamin. As for me, if I am bereaved of my children, Joseph, Simeon and Benjamin, I am bereaved. Then the men took the present and they took double the amount of the money with them and Benjamin and they left and went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. Verse 16 of chapter 43. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, bring the men into the house and kill an animal and make a meal ready for the men will dine with me at noon. So the man did as Joseph said and brought the men to Joseph's house. The men were afraid because they were brought to Joseph's house and expecting the worst, they said. Is it because the money that we returned in our sack, that was returned in our sacks the first time we came, that we may be brought in so he may find reason to accuse us and assail us and take us as slaves and seize our donkeys? So they approached the steward of Joseph's house and talked with him at the entrance of the house and said, O oh my Lord, we indeed came down here the first time to buy food. And when we arrived at the inn after leaving here, we opened our sacks and there was each, uh, each man's money with which he had paid for grain in full, returned in the mouth of his sack. So we have brought it back this time, and we have also brought down with us additional money to buy food. We do not know who put the money back in our sacks last time. But the steward encouraged them and said, Peace be with you. Do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father was mirac has miraculously given you treasure in your sacks. I already had your money, which you paid us. Then he brought Simeon out to them. Then the steward brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water, and they washed the dust off their feet, and he gave the donkey's feed. So he prepared the present of the tribute for Joseph before his arrival at noon. For when he had sorry, for when they had heard that they were eating a, for they had heard they were eating a meal there. When Joseph came home, they brought into the house to him the present of tribute which they had with him and bowed to the ground before him. He asked them about their well-being and said, Is your father, is your old father well, whom you spoke? Is he still alive? Then they answered, Your servant, our father, is in good health. He is still alive. And they bowed down their heads before Joseph in respect. And he looked up and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's only other son, and said, Is this your younger bro youngest brother whom you spoke to me? And Joseph said, God be gracious to you and show you favor, my son. Then Joseph hurried out of the room because his heart was deeply touched over his brother, and he sought privacy to weep. <clears throat> Sorry, so he entered his chamber and wept there. Then he washed his face and came out and restrained himself. Let the meal be served. So the servant served Joseph by himself in honor of his right, and his brothers by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because according to custom, the Egyptians could not eat with the eat the food of the Hebrews, for that was loathsome to the Egyptians. Now Joseph's brothers were seated by steward, by the steward before him in the order of their birth, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth. And the men and the men looked at one another in astonishment, because so much was known about them. Joseph selected and sent portions to them from his own table, but Benjamin's portion was five times as much 
of as their as any of theirs. So they feasted and drank freely and celebrated with him. <clears throat> Chapter 44. And he commanded the steward of the house, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food, as much as they could carry, and put every man's grains and every man's grain money in the mouth of the sack. Put my personal cup, the silver cup, in the mouth of the sack of the youngest with his grain money. And the steward did as Joseph told him. As soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away, they and their donkeys. When they had left the city, they were not far away. Joseph said to, the, to his steward, Get up, follow after the men. <clears throat> when you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid evil to us for good paid to you? Is this not my Lord's drinking cup, the one which he uses for divination? Have you done a great you have done a great and unforgivable wrong in doing this? So the steward overtook them and said those words to them. Then they said to him, Why does my Lord speak these things? Far be it from your servants to do such a thing. Remember the money which we found in the mouths of our sacks we have brought back to you from the land of Canaan. Is it likely then that we would steal silver and gold from your master's house? With whomever your servants, your master's cup is found, let him die, and the rest of us will be my Lord's slaves. And the steward said, Now let it be as you say. He with whom the cup is found will be my slave, but the rest of you shall be blameless. Then every man quickly lowered his sack to the ground, and each man opened his sack, confident the cup would not be found among them. The steward searched, beginning with the eldest and ending with the youngest. The cup was found in Benjamin's sack. They tore their clothes in grief, and after each man had loaded his donkey again, they returned to the city. When Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house, he was still there, and they fell to the ground before him. Joseph spoke harshly to them, What is this thing that you have done? Do you not realize that such a man as I can indeed practice divination and foretell everything you do without outside knowledge of it? So Judah said, what can we say, my Lord? What can we reply? Or how can we clear ourselves since God has exposed the sin and guilt of your servants? Behold, we are my Lord's slaves, the rest of us as well with whom the cup is found. But Joseph, he, but Joseph said, Far be it from me that I should do that. <clears throat> but the man in whose hand the cup has been found, he will be my servant. And as for the rest of you, get up and go in peace to your father. Then Judah approached him and said, O oh, my Lord, Please let your servant say a word to you in private, and do not let your anger blaze against your servant, for you are equal to Pharaoh. So I speak as if directly to him, my Lord, asking his servant, saying, Have you a father or a brother? He said to my Lord, We have an old father and a young brother Benjamin, the child of his old age. Now his brother Joseph is dead, and he is alone, and he alone is left of the two sons born of his mother. Pardon me, and his father and his fathers loved him, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me that I may actually see him. But we said to my Lord, The young man cannot leave his father, for it shall for if he should leave his father, his father would die. If you say to your servants, Unless your younger brother comes with you, you shall not see my face again. So we went back to your servant, my father, and we told what my Lord had said. Our father said, Go back to Egypt and buy us a little food. But we said, We cannot go down to Egypt if our youngest brother is with us. Then we will go down there. For we were sternly told that we could not see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. Sorry.
I misunderstood you can see all that. And this, <clears throat> and one son went out from me, and I said, "Surely he is torn to pieces. I have not seen him since. If you take this one also from me, and harm or accident happens to him, you will bring my gray hair down to Sheol in sorrow." Now, therefore, when I come to your servant, my father, and the young man is not with us, since his life is bound up in the young man's life, when he sees that the young man is not with us, he will die. And your servants will bring the gray hair of your servant of our father down to Sheol in great sorrow. For your servant became security for the young man to my father, saying, If you do not bring him back, if, if, if I do not bring him back to you, then let me bear the blame before my father forever. Now therefore, please let your servant Judah remain instead of the youth to be a slave to my Lord, and let the young man go home with his brothers. How can I go to my father if the young man is not with me? For fear that I would see tragedy that would overtake my elderly father if Benjamin does not return. Chapter 45. Then Joseph could not control himself any longer in front of all those who attended him, and he called out, Have everyone leave me. So no man stood where Joseph stood there when Joseph revealed himself to his brothers. Joseph wept aloud, and the Egyptians who had just left him heard it, for the household of Pharaoh heard it. Then Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers were speechless, for they were stunned and dismayed at the fact that they were in Joseph's presence. And Joseph said to his brothers, Please come closer to me. And they approached him, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves, because you sold me here. For God had sent me ahead of you to save life and preserve our family. For the famine had been in the land these two years, and there are still five more years in which there will be no plowing or harvesting. God sent me to Egypt ahead of you to preserve you a remnant on the earth, to preserve you for you a remnant on the earth, to keep you alive by, by a great escape. So now it was not you who sent me here, but God. And he made me the father of Pharaoh and lord of all his household and ruler over the land of Egypt. Hurry and go up to my father and tell him your son Joseph says this to you. God has made me lord of all Egypt. Come now, come down to me and do not delay. You shall live in the land of Goshen, the best pasture land of Egypt, and you shall be close to me, you and your children and your grandchildren, your flocks and your herds and all you have. There I will provide for you and sustain you so that you and your household and all that is yours may not become impoverished. For there still five years of famine to come. Look, your eyes see, and your eye, and the eyes of my brother Benjamin see, that I am speaking to you personally in your own language and not through an interpreter. Now you must tell my father of all my splendor and power in Egypt and of everything that you have seen, for you must hurry and bring my father down here. Then he embraced his brother's brother Benjamin, Benjamin's neck and wept. And Benjamin wept on his neck, and he kissed all his brothers and wept on them. And after his brothers talked with him, when the news was heard in Pharaoh's house that Joseph's brothers had come, it pleased Pharaoh and his servants. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, do this, load your animals, and return to the land of Canaan without delay, and get your father and your households, and come to me, and I will give you the best of the land of Egypt, and you will eat of the fat of the finest produce of the land. Now you, brothers of Joseph, are ordered by Pharaoh 
Do this. Take wagons from the land of Egypt for your little ones and for your wives, and bring your father and come. And do not be concerned with your goods, for the best of all of the land of Egypt is yours. Then the sons of Israel did so, and Joseph gave them wagons according to the command of Pharaoh, and gave them provisions for the journey. To each each of them, Joseph gave changes of clothing, but to Benjamin he gave 300 pieces of silver and five changes of clothing. To his father he sent the following, 10 male donkeys loaded with, good thing, with the good things of Egypt, and 10 female donkeys loaded with grain and bread and provisions for his father to supply all who were with him on the journey. So he sent his his brothers away and they departed and he and said to them, see that you do not quarrel on the journey about how to explain this to our father. So they went up from Egypt and came to the land of Canaan to Jacob their father and they said to him, Joseph is still alive and indeed is ruler over all the land of Egypt. But Jacob was stunned and his heart almost stopped beating because he did not believe them. When they told him everything that Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the wagons which Joseph sent to carry him, and the spirit of the father of Jacob was revived, and Israel, Jacob said, It is enough. Joseph, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. Genesis 46. So Israel went out with all that he had, and he came to Beersheba, where both his father and grandfather had worshipped God, and offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. And God spoke to Israel in visions of the night, and said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, Here I am. And he said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you your descendants a great nation there. I will go down with you to Egypt, and I will also surely bring you your people up again. And Joseph will put his hand on your eyes and close them at the time of your death. So Jacob set out from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried their father and their children and their wives in the wagons that Pharaoh had sent to carry him. And they took their livestock and and the possessions which they had acquired in the land of Canaan and came to Egypt. Jacob and all his descendants with him, his sons and his grandsons, his daughters and granddaughters, and all his descendants he brought with him to Egypt. Now verse 8 of Genesis 46. Now these are the names of the son, sons of Israel, Jacob and his sons, whom went to Egypt. Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, the sons of Reuben, Hanok, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi, the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, Jamin, Oda, Jokchin, uh, Joshin, sorry, Jokin, Zohar, and, Sa- and Shaul, the sons of the Canaanite women, the son of the Eba Canaanite woman, sorry, the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, the sons of Judah, Er, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah. But Er and Onan died in the land of Canaan. And the sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamu, the sons of Issachar, Tola, Pova, Puva, Job, and Shimron, the sons of Zebulun, Sered, Elon, and Jahel, Jalil. These are the sons of Leah, whom she bore to Jacob in Padan Aram, with his daughter Dinah. And all of his sons and daughters numbered thirty-three, the sons of Gad, Ziphion, Haggai, Shunai, Isbon, Eri, Erodai, and Areli, sorry, the sons of Asher, Imna, Ishva, Isvi, Beria, and Sarah, their sister, 
and the sons of Bera, Heber, and Melchiel. These are the sons of Zilpah, the maid, whom Laban gave to Leah, his daughter, when she married Jacob. She bore to Jacob these sixteen persons, two sons, and fourteen grandchildren, the sons of Rachel, Jacob's wife, Joseph and Benjamin. Now to Joseph, in the land of Egypt, were born Manasseh and Ephraim, who and Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, Heliopolis, in Egypt, bore to him. And the sons of Benjamin, Bela, Becher, Eshbel, Gera, Naaman, Ehi, Rosh, Mupim, Hupim, and Ard. These are the sons of Rachel who were born to Jacob. There were fourteen persons in all, two sons and twelve grandchildren. The sons of Dan, Hushim, the sons of Nephtali, Gazil, Gehazel, sorry, Guna, Je, uh, Jazer, and Shilam. These are the sons of Bilhah, the maid whom Laban gave to Rachel, his daughter, when she married Jacob. And she bore these to Jacob. There were seven persons in all, two sons and five grandchildren. All the persons who came with Jacob into Egypt, who were his direct descendants, not counting the wives of Jacob or Jacob's sons, were sixty-six persons in all. And the sons of Joseph, who were born to him in Egypt, were two people. All the persons of the house of Jacob, including Jacob and Joseph and his sons, who came into Egypt, were seventy. Now Jacob, Israel, sent Judah ahead of him to Joseph to direct him to Goshen, and they came into the land of Goshen. Then Joseph prepared his chariot, pardon me, and went up to meet Israel, his father in Goshen. As soon as he presented himself before the, the before him, authenticating his identity, he fell on his father's neck and wept on his neck a very long time. And Israel said to Joseph, Now let me die in peace, since I have seen your face, and know that you are still alive. Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up and tell Pharaoh and, I, and say to him, My brothers and my father's household who were in the land of Canaan have come to me, and they are men of shepherds. They are the men of shepherds, for they have been keepers of livestock, and they have brought their livestock and their herds and, the, and all that they have. And it shall be that when Pharaoh calls you and says, What is your occupation? You shall say, Your servants have been keepers of livestock from our youth until now, both we and our fathers before us, in order that you may live separately and securely in the land of Goshen, for every shepherd is repulsive to the Egyptians. Wow, I didn't know that. Genesis 47, here we go. Then Joseph came and told Pharaoh, My father and my brothers, with their flocks and their herds and all that they own, have come from the land of Canaan, and they are in the land of Goshen. He took five men from among his brothers and presented them to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to his brothers, as Joseph expected, What is your occupation? And they said to Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds, for both we and our fathers before us. Moreover, they said to Pharaoh, We have come to live temporarily, sojourn in the land of Egypt, for there is no pasture for the flocks of your servants in our land, for the famine is very severe in Canaan. So now please let us, your servants, live in the land of Goshen. Then Pharaoh spoke to Joseph, saying, Your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. Settle your father and your brothers in the best of the land. Let them live in the, live in the land of Goshen. And if you know of any man of ability among them, 
put them in charge of my livestock. Then Joseph brought Joseph, so that Joseph brought Jacob Israel his father and presented him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh asked Jacob, How old are you? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, The years of my pilgrimage are a hundred and thirty. Few and unpleasant have been the years of my life, and they have not reached the years of, that my fathers lived during the days of, of their pilgrimage. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh and departed from his presence. So Joseph settled in the land and the, of his father. Then jo Joseph settled his father and brothers and gave them a, a, gave them a possession in Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramesses, Goshen, as Pharaoh commanded. Joseph provided and supplied his father and his brothers and all his father's household with food according to the needs of their children. Now in the course of time, there was no food in all the land, for the famine was distressingly severe, so that the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan languished in destitution and starvation because of the famine. Joseph gathered all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan in payment for the grain which they had bought. And Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's household. And when the money was exhausted in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, Give us food. Why should we die before you very, your very eyes? For our money is gone. And Joseph said, Give up your livestock, and I will give you food in exchange for your livestock, since your money is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph, and he gave them food in exchange for the horses and all and the flocks and the herds of donkeys. And he supplied them with food in exchange for all their livestock that year. When that year was ended, they came to him in the next year and said to him, We will not hide from you, from my Lord, the fact that our money is spent. My Lord is also has our herds of livestock. There is nothing left in the sight of my Lord but our bodies and our lands. Why should we die before your eyes, both we and, and our land? Buy us and our land in exchange for food, and we and our land be servants to Pharaoh, and give us seed to plant that we may live and not die, and that the land may not be desolate. Verse 20 in chapter 47 of Genesis. So Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh, for every Egyptian sold his field because the famine was severe upon them. So the land became Pharaoh's, and as as for the people, he relocated them temporarily into the cities of one, from one end of Egypt's border to the other. Only the land of the priests he did not buy, for the priests had an allotment from Pharaoh, and they lived on the amount which Pharaoh gave them, so they did not sell their land. Then Joseph said to the people, Look, today I have bought you and your land for Pharaoh. Now here is the seed for you, and you shall plant the land. And at harvest time, when you reap increase, you shall give one-fifth of it to Pharaoh, and four-fifths will be your own, to use for seed, for fields, and as for food for you and those of your household and for your little ones. And they said, You have saved our lives. Let us find favor in the sight of my Lord, and we will be Pharaoh's servants. And Joseph made it a law over the land of Egypt, over the land of Egypt, valid to this day, that Pharaoh should have a fifth part of the crops. Only the land of the priests shall not become Pharaoh's. Now the people of Israel lived in the country of Egypt and in the land of Goshen, and they gained possessions and acquired property there and were fruitful and multiplied greatly. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 70, 17 years. So the length of Jacob's life was a hundred and forty-seven years. 
And when the time drew near for Israel to die, he called his son Joseph and said to him, If now I have found favor in your sight, please put your hand under my thigh and to promise and deal loyally and faithfully with me. Please do not bury me in Egypt, but when I lie down, lie down with my fathers in death, you will carry me out of Egypt and bury me in the burial place at Hebron in the cave of Mechpelah. And Joseph said, I will do as you have directed. Then he said, Swear to me that you will do it. And he swore to him that Israel Jacob bowed in worship at the head of the bed. Chapter 48. Almost done. Now some time after these things had happened, um, Joseph was told, Your father is sick. So he took his sons, his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, with him to go to Goshen. And when Jacob Israel was told, Look now to your son Joseph who has come to you. Israel strengthened himself and sat up on the bed. And then Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz, Bethel, in the land of Canaan, and blessed me, and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and numerous, and I will make you a great company of people, and will give you this land to your descendants after you as an everlasting possession. Now your two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, who were born to you in the land of Egypt, before I came to you in Egypt, are mine. Ephraim and Manasseh shall be mine, that is, adopted as my heirs and sons as surely. As Reuben and Simeon are my sons, but the sons who were born to you after them shall be your own. They shall be called by the names of their two brothers in their, in their inheritance. Now as for me, when I came to Padan in Mesopotamia, Rachel died beside me in the land of Canaan on the journey, and there was still some distance to go to Ephrath, and I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. When Israel, who was almost blind, saw Joseph's sons, he said, Who are these? Joseph said to his father, These are my sons, whom God has given me here in Egypt. And he said, Please bring them to me, that I may bless them. Now Israel's eyes were dim from from age, that he could not see them clearly. Then Joseph brought them close to him, and he kissed and embraced them. And Israel said to Joseph, I had never expected to see your face, but see, God has shown me your children as well. Then Joseph took the boys from his father's embrace, and he bowed before him with a face, with his face to the ground. Then Joseph took them both, Ephraim with his right hand, toward Israel's left, and Manasseh with his left toward Israel's right, and brought them close to him. But Israel reached out his hand and laid it, his right hand and laid it on the hand of Ephraim, who was the younger, and his left hand on Manasseh's head, crossing his hands intentionally, even though Manasseh was the firstborn. Then Jacob blessed, then Jacob Israel blessed Joseph and said, The God before whom my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, walked in faithful obedience, the God who has been my shepherd, leading and caring for me all my life to this day, the angel that is the Lord himself, who has redeemed me continually from all evil, bless these boys, and may my name live on in them. May they be worth of having their names linked to mine and the names of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and may they grow in great, into a great multitude in the midst of the earth. Then Joseph saw that his, father's, that his father laid his right hand on Ephraim, said, and it displeased him, because he was not the firstborn. Then he grasped his father's hand to move it from Ephraim's head to, to Manasseh's head, and Joseph said to his father, 
Not so, my father, for this is the firstborn. Place your right hand on Manasseh's head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. Manasseh will also become a people who will be great, but his younger brother shall be the greater of he than he. And his descendants, his descendants shall become a multitude of nations. Then Jacob blessed them that day, saying, By you Israel will pronounce a blessing, saying, May God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. And he put Ephraim before Manasseh. Then Israel said to Joseph, Behold, I am about to die, but God will be with you and bring you back to Canaan, the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given you the birthright, one portion, Shechem, one mountain ridge, more than any of your brothers, which I took, reclaiming it from the land of the Ammonites with my sword and my bow. Genesis 49. Then Jacob called for his sons and said, Assemble yourselves around me that I may tell you what will happen to you and to your descendants in the days to come. Gather together and hear, O sons of Jacob, and listen to Israel, Jacob, your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might, the beginning of my strength and vigor, preeminent in dignity and preeminent, preeminent in dignity and preeminent in power, that you should have been should have been your birthright, but unstable and reckless and boiling like like water in sinful lust you shall not excel or have the preeminence of the firstborn because you went up to your father's bed with Bila. you defiled it and went up to my couch Simeon and Levi are brothers equally headstrong deceitful vindictive and cruel <clears throat> their swords are weapons of violence and revenge oh my soul don't do not come to their secret counsel let not my glory, honor, be united with their assembly, for I knew nothing of their plot. Because in their anger they killed men and dishonored, and honored men, Shechem and the Shechemites. And in their self-will they lamed oxen. Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce, and their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide and disperse them in Jacob, and scatter them in the midst of the land of Israel. Judah, you are the one whom your brothers shall praise. Your hand will be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's son shall bow down to you. Judah, a lion's cub, with the prey, my son. You have gone high up, you have gone high up the mountain. He stooped down and he crouched like a lion, and like a lion who dares to rouse him. The scepter of royalty shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, until Shiloh, the Messiah, the peaceful one comes, Jesus. Look at Jacob, he was even prophesying about Jesus. And, and to him shall be the obedience of the peoples. Try tying his fowl to the strong vine, and his donkey's colt to the, to the choice vine. He washes his clothing in wine, because the grapevines produce abund, produces abundantly, and his robes with blood of grapes. His eyes are darker and sparkle more than wine, and his teeth whiter than milk. Zebulun shall dwell in the seashore, and he shall be and he shall be a haven landing place for ships, and his flank shall be towards Sidon. Issachar is like a strong boned donkey, crouching down between the sheepfolds. When he saw that the resting place was good, and that the land was pleasant, he bowed his shoulder to bear burdens, and became a servant at forced labor. Dan shall be judge of his people, and one of the tribes of Israel. Dan shall be a venomous serpent in the way, and fanged, a fanged snake in the path that bites the horse's heels, so that the rider falls backward 
I will wait for your salvation, O Lord. As for Gad, rain, uh, sorry, a raiding troop shall raid him, <clears throat> but he shall raid their heels and assault them victoriously. Asher's food supply will be rich and bountiful, and he shall yield and deliver royal delights. Nephtali is a doe let loose, a swift warrior which yields branch, branched antlers, eloquent words. Joseph is a fruitful bow and a main branch of the vine, a fruitful bow by a spring, a well, a fountain. Its branches run over the wall, influencing others. The skilled archers have bitterly attacked and provoked him. They have shot at him and harassed him, but his bow remained firm and steady in the strength that does not fail, for his arms were made strong and agile by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob, by the name of the shepherd, the strong one, the stone of Israel, by the God of your father who will help you, and by the Almighty who blesses you with blessings of the heavens above. Blessings lie in the deep that in the deep that that couches beneath. Blessings in the nourishing breasts of the fertile womb. And the, the blessed of your father are greater than the blessings of my ancestors, Abraham and Isaac, up to the, <clears throat> up to the utmost bound of everlasting hills. They shall be the head of Joseph, even on the crown of the head, who was the distinguished one and the one whose prince among separate, among separate from his brothers. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. In the morning he devours the prey, and at night he, di he divides the spoil. All these are the beginnings of the twelve tribes of Israel. And this is what their father said to them as he blessed them, blessing each one of them to be a blessing appropriate to him. He charged them and he said to them, I am to be gathered to my people, buried with my fathers in the cave that is the field of Ephron the Hittite, in the cave of the field of Mechpelah, east of Mamre, in the land of Canaan, and Abraham that Abraham bought, along with along with the field of Ephron the Hittite, to possess as a burial site. Then they buried Abraham and Sarah, his wife, there, and they buried Isaac and Rebekah's wife, and there I buried Leah in the field of the cave that is that is in that in is purchased from the sons of Heth. Then Jacob Israel had finished his commanding to his sons, had finished commanding his sons, and drew his feet into the bed and breathed his last and was gathered to his people who had preceded him in death. Genesis 50. Dear Lord, hang with me. Some of you still hang with me if you can. Then Joseph fell upon his father's face and wept over him and kissed him tenderly. Then Joseph ordered his servants, the physicians, to embalm and mummify his father so that the <clears throat> physicians embalmed Israel, Jacob. Now 40 days were required of this that the customary number of days of preparation required for embalming. And the Egyptians wept and grieved for him in, the, in public mourning as they would for royalty for 70 days. Then when the days of weeping and public mourning for him were passed, Joseph woke, spoke to the nobles of the house of Pharaoh, saying, Now if I have fa found favor in this sight, please speak to Pharaoh, saying, My father made me swear an oath, saying, Hear me. I am about to die. Bury me in the tomb which I prepared for myself in the land of Canaan. So now let me go up to Canaan, please, to bur and bury my father, and I will return. And Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father as he has made you swear. So Joseph went up to Canaan to the bury his father. And with him went all the officials of Pharaoh, Pharaoh, nobles of the court, and the elders of the house of all of the nobles of the elders of the land of Egypt. And all of the house of Joseph and his brothers and his father's house, they left only their little ones and their flocks and herds in the land of Goshen. 
but chariots and horsemen also went up to Canaan with Joseph, and it was a very great company. When they came to the threshing floor of Atad, they, which is beyond the Jordan, they mourned there with a great lamentation, expressions of mourning for the deceased, and extreme demonstrations of sorrow according to Egyptian custom. And Joseph observed a seven-day mourning for his father, where the when the inhabitants of the land of the Canaanites saw the mourning and the threshing floor of Atad, they said, This is a grievous mourning for the Egyptians. Therefore a place was named Abel Mizraim, mourning of Egypt of Egypt, west it is west of Jordan. So Jacob did as did for him as he had commanded. So Jacob's sons did for him as he had commanded them. For his sons carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field of Machpelah, east of Mamre, which Abraham had bought with with the field as a burial site from Ephron the Hittite. And after he had buried his father Joseph, returned to Egypt, he and his brothers, and all who had gone up with him. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, If what if Joseph carries a grudge against us and pays us back in full for the wrong which we did to him? So they sent word to Joseph, saying, Your father's command us before us died. Your father commanded us before he died, saying, You are to say to Joseph, I beg you, please forgive the transgression of your brothers of their sins, for they did wrong. Now please forgive the transgressions of your servant, of the God of your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke. Then his brothers went and fell down before him in confession, and they said, Behold, we are your servants, slaves. But Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid, for I am in the place for I am in the place of God. Vengeance is his, not mine. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present outcome that many people would be kept alive as they are this day. So now do not be afraid. I will provide for you and support you and your little ones. And he comforted them, giving them encouragement and hope and spoke with kindness to their hearts. Now Joseph lived in the land of Egypt and his father's household. And Joseph lived 110 years. And Joseph saw the third generation of Ephraim's children, also the children of Machir and the, the son of Manasseh were born and raised on Joseph's knees. Joseph said to his brothers, I'm about to die, but God will surely take care of you and bring you up out of the land of the land which he promised Abraham and Isaac and to Jacob to give you. Then Joseph made his son, made the sons of Israel, Jacob, swear an oath, saying, God will surely visit you and take care of you, returning you to Canaan. And when that happens, you shall carry my bones up from here. So Joseph died being a hundred, a hundred and ten years old, and they embalmed him. Um, and, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. Exodus 1. Here we go. We're going to finish right after this. We're almost done, people. Now, these are the names of the sons of Israel that who came to Egypt with Jacob. Each came with his household. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Je Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher, and all the descendants of Jacob were 70 people. Joseph was already in Egypt, and Joseph died, and all his brothers, and all that generation. But the Israelites pro 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 were prolific and increased greatly. They multiplied and became extremely strong, so that the land was filled with them. Now the new king arose over Egypt, who did not know Joseph, nor his history of his accomplishments. He said to his people, Behold, the people of the sons of Israel are too many, too mighty for us. They greatly outnumber us. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, and so, uh, so that they will not multiply in the event of war. Join our enemies and fight against us and escape from the land. So they set taskmasters over, the, taskmasters over them to oppress them with hard labor. And the sons of Israel built uh, Pithom and Ramesses, Ramesses, sorry, Ramesses, and as storage cities for Pharaoh. 
But the more Egyptians were oppressed them, the more they multiplied and expanded, so that the Egyptians dreaded, and they were ex exasperated by the Israelites. And the Egyptians made the Israelites serve rigorously, forcing them into severe slavery. They made their lives bitter, and with hard labor in mortar, brick, and all kinds of fieldwork. All their labor was harsh and severe. Then the king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one of them, one of whom was named Zifra, beauty, and the other named Pua, splendor. When you act as midwives to the Hebrew women and see their firstborn, their, see them on the birth stool. If it is a son, you shall kill him. But if it's a daughter, she shall live. But the midwives feared God with profound reverence and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them. But they let the boy babies live. So the king of Egypt called them for the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this thing and allowed the boy babies to live? The midwives answered Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women. They are vigorous and give birth quickly, and their babies are born before the midwife can get to them. So God was good to the midwives, and the people of Israel multiplied and became very strong. And because of the midwives feared God, with profound reverence, he established families and households for them. Then Pharaoh commanded all his people, saying, Every son who is born to the Hebrews must be thrown into the Nile, but every daughter you shall keep alive. Whew. Praise the Lord. That was a lot of reading, and we ended at 7.15. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, let it remain in our heart. Lord, let your word be written in our hearts. Lord, let us not forget what we read. Lord, let us not forget your word. Lord, let it be life to us. Let it be water and let it be bread to our souls and our spirits today. I thank you for everyone that's joined and I, I we give you all the glory. In the name of Jesus, we always pray and give glory and honor and exaltation. Amen. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow, 630 for the full 180.